from the top of the page, Eisvei. So, on this we have a question, okay? Amar loy hashileni paraschah. Guy says, I see you have a cow here, right? The run explains that we're talking about where the cow is in front of them, okay? And he says, lend me your cow. And Amar loy, and he said to him, koinim parashahani koniluch. In other words, like he makes a vow that I am everything is is prohibited. Nixi um, alecha, all my property is prohibited to you. Meaning, I can't give this away because it's my last cow. I need it for myself. That's really what he's saying. If I have another cow, everything's forbidden to you. Okay, similar scenario. I want you to lend me your hatchet or whatever. A kardom is like a... a hatchet was a... Hatchet is the thing that you chop down trees, an axe, whatever. A kardom is like an axe and uh, whatever. One of these types of tools that they use to dig with. And Amr lo, and he said to him, Konim kardom shi'eshli, shani koni lach, shani koni nixi alayich, nixi alay. Listen, I can't let this out because that's the only one I got and I and if, it, it all should be forbidden to you if I have another one. And sure enough, he happens to have another one above another cow and he has another and he was basically, so the statement is a statement of uh, that it should be prohibited. Okay? So, uh, so the halach is, is the bichai of Asr. During his lifetime, it remains forbidden. Okay? Meaning the man who said that it should be usher, it's usher his whole life. Mace, if that person dies, or he gave it to him as a gift, because the prohibition is only on what's his. Once he gifts it, it's not his anymore. And therefore it's fine. That's what it sounds like. If he dies, it's not his anymore, and then it's fine. And if he gives it, it's not his anymore, if it's fine. So what's that? It's like a big kasha on Rava. Rava paskin before that what? That once you, that you, that it's not going to help to gift it because he means to say, this that is mine now is forbidden to you forever. So gifting is not going to change anything. And now over here, he's saying that once he gifts it, it's okay. Hareza mutter. So Amar Rav Acha, Breder of Ika. So Rav Acha, Breder of Ika explains Shenitna lo al yedei Acher. No, what it means is he gifted it to him. Didn't gift it to him directly. It was given to him through somebody else. Meaning Ruvain, whose property was prohibited to Shimon, he gave it to Levi, and then Levi gave it to Shimon, and that's when it's fine. That's what's going on over here. Because gifted it to Levi. He gifted it to Levi. But the, Levi's not part of the Isser. Right. So Levi has no prohibition. Once it's Levi's, it lost any connection to Ruvain, and therefore it becomes per, completely permissible. That's the gist of the answer. Amr Avashi Dekanami Diktani Shinitnalov, Loktani Shinasnalov. Now, the Rod points out that, you know, in our gear, so it didn't have, you know, which, you know the, the Nukudos. But they had a tradition that the proper Nukudos is Shinitnalo and not Nasnalo. Nasnalo means that he gave it to him directly. Nitnalo, that it was given, not necessarily direct, through a third party. So that's the bottom line, and that's the answer to the question. 
if it would be gifted directly, it would of course be prohibited, but once it's going to somebody else's hands, then it, the prohibition falls off. So when, when he gave it to Levi to give the Shema, he said to Levi, I'm giving you this. For no, 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 no. He didn't say to give it to Shimon. He just gave it to Levi. Once it's given to Levi, it's off. It loses all connection to Reuven, and it loses its status of being closer <coughs> to Shimon. That's what's going on. Which brings us to the next question. Rava asked Rav Nachman this Shailah. Okay? Yesh mi'ila bekoinamais oiloi. Is there such a thing as mi'ila by something that was prohibited bekoinam? As we know, koinam is one of the kinuyim for karbon. That's the word that we use to describe karbon. Now, karbon is like a karbon. A karbon is something that you bring in the base of Mikdash. When you declare something as a karbon, that's making an egdish, really. So if you say this should be prohibited, this item should be prohibited to you with a konam, so then it's like egdish to you. Does that mean that if you benefit from it as a din me'ila, like you're more of a egdish? That's the question on the table. Okay? This is the discussion. Yesh me'ila bekonamos, does it have that quality that Imamish has, even though I'm not saying it's truly Hegdish, I'm, I'm not making it Hegdish, I'm saying it's Hegdish to you. Does that actually have the quality of, of a Mi'ila? That's the, really the discussion. That you're actually, if you benefit from it, you're Mo'ba Hegdish. Yesh Mi'ila B'Konamas, although that's the Shaila. Amr Lehi, Sor of Nachman answered, Rafa, Tinisua, we learned it. What did we, what did we learn? Makam Shenoklin Olao Schar, when you're paid wages, what did it say in the word? If the guy normally gets paid like a, a finder's fee for returning the lost object, so that he normally get goes to Hegdish. Oh, what is it going to Hegdish? What do you mean Hegdish? Say it's should become Asr. Hegdish is a terminology that it's mamish like Hegdish. Then it's Akin to Hegdish. Ma Hegdish Yeshbo Meila, just like Hegdish has Meila. Afkonamos Yeshba and Meila, so Dukonamos has a din Meila. So it's like indicated in the text of the Mishnah that we had earlier that it does, that there is Meila, even though it's only a Konam. So you're really only prohibiting it to a separate individual. It does have a din Hegdish. So the Gemara says, true, but it's a Machlokas Tanoim. It happens to be a Machlokas Tanoim. Why? Kainim kikrzo hegdish. He makes an expression of kainim that this loaf of bread is hegdish. Ve'achla and he ate it. Now bein who bein chaver whether he ate it or his friend ate it. Ma there's a meila on this item. Okay. Lefikach. Therefore, since he made it, said it, declared it as aser as as hegdish, like hegdish. So there's meila on it, and it, you said that it's aser to everybody. So no matter who benefits or eats from it, it has a day in hegdish. The figach, therefore, yesh lapidyon. Therefore, it has the same laws and it works within the system as hagdish is. Just like any item that belongs to hagdish, if my cup over here belongs to hagdish, I can give money to hagdish and then I get my cup back, right? I give if it's mine, I have to add a little, uh, add a fifth. But if it's not mine, I can just redeem it to its value from hagdish, and it becomes mine now. You understand? So it's redeemable if you made it, declared it. Altogether to be like Hegdish. What if he says, no, it's to me as Hegdish. But I didn't say to everybody, only to me, personal. 
and he eats it, just he would be moil, not anybody else, because I only declared it personally, Hagdish, not anybody else. And Lefikach, therefore, in Lapidion, it's never redeemable because redeemability is only when it's mamish like Agdish, that it's for Elser Lekula Alma, that it's forbidden to everybody. But when I'm declaring it only to me, Agdish, it's subjective only to me, so then I don't have an ability to redeem it. It's stuck as it's stuck and remains prohibited. Divrei Remeyer, that's Remeyer's opinion. Chamomrim, Chum disagree. Benkach or Benkach Lomal. Either way, he's not Mol Agdish. Why not? The fish ain't mila because there is no mila bekoinamis, and that's the bottom line. It's machlokes, uh, machlokes tanoim. So the Ran over here uh, says that the interesting, you know, naturally you normally assume that if you have a mayor and you have the chachamim, usually we would assume the halacha should be like the chachamim, but in this case he says that the halacha is like Rameir, and that's because. The stam of the Gemara is assuming like Rameir, and the Mishnah, the stam Mishnah is going like Rameir, because we brought a Raya that it has a Din Hegdish. So he says the Halacha here is like Rameir, that Yesh Mi'ila B'Konomis. That's how he paskets. Okay, which brings us to the next thing. Amr Lei Rav Acha, the Rav Ivya, the Rav Ashi. So Rav Acha, the son of Rav Ivya, said to Rav Ashi, Kikri Alecha, my loaf of bread should be forbidden to you, V'nasnalo B'Matana. And then he gifted it to him. Okay? Similar to what we discussed earlier. So I said my loaf of bread is like Hegdish to you. And then I gift it to you. Now, Mimal, who was Mal? Hegdish. Limal, okay, let's go through both sides. Limal knows that if you want the gifter to be the one, the one who gifted it to be Mal Hegdish, Hello, Asirale, I didn't say it's Hegdish to me. I only said it's Hegdish to you. So why, how can I be mole in only, what's only Hegdish to you? So I don't care. No, I'm not mole by Hegdish, on the one hand. Limbo, Mechabal, you want the one who accepted it to be mole by Hegdish? Yachol to Amar, you can argue, Hetero Be'isi, Yisurlo Be'isi. I never meant to accept what's prohibited. I don't know that this loaf you made Hegdish to me. I, what do I know? I'm only accepting it because I want heter. I don't want something that's aser. So I don't mean to accept it. That's the shayla. So the, it doesn't make sense. Who sh, who, who's be, the one who's being mola hagdish over here? Summer lay. So he said to him, you know what? Mekabel mo'al. You're right. Only the mekabel is mola hagdish, But not when he receives it because he doesn't mean to acquire it then. Lekshe But if he spends it, or gives it to somebody else, or what he does with it, only then he'll be Mo'al Behegdish. Because on the reception, he doesn't really mean to acquire it, because he doesn't mean to be over anything. But once he gifts it to somebody else, even though it's Bishokek, but he's still Mo'al Behegdish. That's the answer. When you take money that belongs to Hegdish, and you bring it and spend it L'chulun, because you thought it was Chulun, he's still Mo'al Behegdish. Whether you knew it or not, you're mold hektish. So too, Avzem oil, so to here. Once he spends it, it'll be mold. But on reception, on receiving it and acquiring it, since he doesn't mean to acquire what's usser, he doesn't become he doesn't he's not moral yeah, as of yeah, as of yet. And that's the and that's the end of Lamahilmud Aleph. Okay. So we have a new Mishnah now, top of the page. We're talking about person who was prohibited to, to benefit one from the other and we're saying still, what is he allowed to do? So, 
Bitorim es trumaso. He is allowed to also take truma. O masrosov, and you're also allowed to take his maestros, even though he said, I can't benefit from you. That's not called me benefiting when you separate the truma or separate the maestro. Okay? Lidaito, provided that he knows about it. We'll see in the Gemara, all this, the Farsham explained what is exactly talking about, what it is, we'll see in the Gemara. Okay? Makriv alav, kinezavin, kinezavos, kineyoldos, chatos vashamis, he's allowed to bring karbanas, meaning if, if the, the person who's prohibited to benefit from is a Kohen, and he is uh, bringing the karbanas, it's not a problem, he can bring kinezavin, kinezavos, kineyoldos, chatos, and ashamos, no problem. He's also allowed to teach him Torah. That's not called that he's giving the other person benefit when he teaches Torah. Okay, we'll see why why it works that way. Even though, of course, it's benefit. It's a benefit to be able to be to be learning Torah, but we don't look at it that way. Okay, all right. Um, it's the idea is uh, it's it's mitzvahs lav lahanus nitnu. The mitzvahs of the Torah is not really considered benefit in this sense. Um, however, mikra, but you're not allowed to teach him psukim, you know, reading. Reading, how to read. That's already something that he would be considered benefiting him. Even though you can't teach him directly mikra, but if you're teaching the kriya to the children, the Chumash had a re-bracious and unfunk, right? So then, you're allowed to teach his children, his sons, and his daughters, Mikra. A little hint that teaching daughters Mikra is, 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 is normal, okay? I think that's an actual hint over here. Okay. He's saving him, well, to, we'll get to that. Why is he he's, he's saving him the cost? Of the chinuch that he has on his kids, right? He's obligated the He's obligated chinuch. So why is that not called benefiting him? Is a good question. But for the kids, they're not considered benefiting him. We'll see in the Gemara. Okay, we'll get to it. Um, so but once the chinuch is on the father somewhere, yeah. Yeah, but right. So you're right. That's the kasha. That's why we'll get to it one step at a time. Not there yet. Not today, anyway. Let's see. First, we're stuck by a different question. You have to come back again? You still have to come back. Stay tuned. Yeah, we got to keep you hooked. You know, that's how it works. Ibailu, the shaila is this. Hani kahani. Kahanim, when they're doing their work. So, Gary, this is you. When you're, who, who are you representing when you're doing service on the base of Mikdash? So, hani kahani. Shluchei didan havu. Are they our messengers? Or they the messengers from heaven? They're not working for us; they're for God. Okay, that's the shaila. Now, um, the um, the Ran brings down here that by the way, this Gemara it might sound like familiar, but it was from last cycle in Gedushin, this discussion was was brought up, and they came up with the conclusion that of course the shluchei deshmaya, but. We're looking from here to see if there's a proof from here. Okay, so don't, don't worry about that they had an answer somewhere else. Right now we're asking the question, what's the nafkamina? 
The main of Kaminu cares. The mudra no. If there's a vow, not to benefit from the coin. If he's archliach, then I'm benefiting. Then I'm benefiting from him. But if he's that he's my messenger, so then he's giving me pleasure, he's giving me benefit. And it should be assert, I have to go to a nuka, a different going. But if he's a messenger from heaven, so sure, then it would be allowed. That's the shaila. So, my, what's the halacha? Tashma, come in your proof. We learned in the Mishnah, Makrava love, kine zavin. You can bring, in our Mishnah it says that you can bring kine zavin, all these different karbanos that he's allowed to bring on my behalf. Now, if he's being our messenger, then he is benefiting us. So, that Araya, that basically he's not our messenger, he must be heaven's messenger, because otherwise, why is he allowed to bring my karbanos? That's the question on the table. That's Araya, the Chorah, that's Shluchay Dishmaya. And for the Gemara, it says the Gemara, wait a second. According to you, listening makravalov karbanis. Why did it say specifically kini zavin zavas madna karbanis? Very specific karbanis. Why not say makravalov karbanis? Period. Ella, we're talking about very specific karbanis. Mechusre kaparash. We're talking about types of karbanis which mechusre kaparash. That's what we the term that that we use to describe somebody who. In order to get into the base of Migdash, he needs to, you know, bring these karbanas, right? A zav and a zava, they're tame. They go and purify themselves, but they still have, they're lacking in order to bring a karban. They need to actually first, like, clear the, clear the situation by bringing a karban. Okay, that's, that's what we're talking about over here. Those particular karbanas that are mechusar kapara which is not for their own personal sins, per se. It's for it's to just make them allowed to bring karbanas. It's like a heksher, what we, what we would call. So now, what does Mechuzra Kapara have to do with anything? Shani, maybe, uh, so, Mechuzra so, Kapara, Shani, maybe that's totally different. Why is, why is it different? Tam Rabbi because Rabbi Yechelen says, on Kol Das, in general, all karbanas need the Das of the Bailam. You're bringing a carbon on my behalf. I have to like know and have a mind, have in sin to be yotze, yotze with your with your bringing my carbon. It's not true for mechusar kapara. They don't need das. The person who's getting this carbon brought on his behalf to allow him to bring other carbonas or allow him to come into the base of mikdash, that is not needing das. Why should Maybe carbon a father can bring for his young children karbanas, even though they don't have das. How do I know that he can bring for his children and it works for them? Shenem azos toras hazav. This is the toras hazav. Toras hazav is a very broad term. Ben gadol ben katan. If you have a minor who has a ziva, a bodily flow, he is also going to be tame. And the karbanas that are brought at the end, if he's a, if he's a zav gadol, he's the, a major one, so they need a carbon at the end. So then... He, um, the carbon could be brought on his behalf, even if he has no knowledge of it. So the Gemara says, wait a second, if that, the word Torah, when it's written in such a broad way, is coming to tell us, so then how can you explain the Pasuk of Zos Torah Hayoledes? That doesn't make sense, right? Whether she's a minor or an adult, Ketana, bas he. 
A ktan, I mean, best lady, is it Ktana possible to have a kid? Not. Fatani Rabivi Kameh of Nachman. Rabivi learned in front of Rav Nachman, Shalash Nashim Misham Shos Bemoch. Three women um, are allowed to use contraceptives. Why? Which is what they used to do. They would put this, this uh, soft material to absorb the semen so they shouldn't become pregnant. Who are they? Ktana, a young girl who's under Bas Mitzvah. Umil Beres, and a woman who is pregnant already, so she doesn't come like a double pregnancy. Uminik, and a nursing woman, because it can affect her ability to produce milk for the baby. Ktana, Shemitizaber, for Thomas, maybe she'll become pregnant, and if she becomes pregnant, she'll die. She won't be able to survive. So you see, which is what's relevant for us, is that a Ktana is clearly, you don't need a Pasuk to bring a Taurus Yoledes for Ktana, because she's not anyway able to become pregnant if she's a Ktana. So, and for the Gemara, he's those Torahs Yoledes, Ben Pikeches Ben Shota. For there, it's not coming to be Marbe Aktana, because you're right, it's not possible for Ktana to have a baby, but she could be not of sound mind. And that can still be brought. Why? She came out of maybe Karban Alishto Shota. A man is, if a woman lost her mind and she needs to bring the Karban, the husband can bring the Karban on her behalf. Kedivri Rebuda, like we find Rebuda saying, it's not really only Rebuda, it's not only Rebuda, but Rebuda is one who mentions it, Titania Rebuda Omer, Adam may be Karban Ashir Alishto, a man can bring a Karban of a rich man's Karban for his wife. Now, even though technically, when you think about it, a woman, once she's married, the, uh, unless there's other arrangements, you know, so whatever a woman acquires belongs to her husband, so he's, he's the one, so she has no wealth. However, it goes by him, and he can bring the carbon of a rich person for her. Uh, okay? Um, and any carbon that she's high, the husband brings. Shekach, Kosov law. That basically, after, if she gets divorced, she frees him from having to bring any carbonos. That's part of what the... But technically, during their marriage, the carbon is on the husband's responsibility. Point being is, is that the husband will bring the carbon on behalf of his wife. If his wife is not of sound mind, you still bring it. The bottom line is, and this is what's relevant to our discussion, is that at this point, we don't necessarily see... Either way, whether the Kaanim are our Shluchim or the Shliach of the of, of Shamayim. Why? Because it could be that we're only saying that you can bring these Karbanas because these Karbanas don't need the Das Bailam. That's why it's not, not as connected and therefore it's not really called the, you're benefiting them directly. That's what we're, we're playing with that possibility. We'll see more about this tomorrow, but that's a story. I don't know. All right.